All right, it's Get Cynical Season 2, Episode 2. And last week we talked about Fred. And, you know, Fred, he, he's just do, he was doing his thing. You know, he, he, it's, he disappeared off the face of the earth pretty quickly, and rightfully so, since even in his time, like, you know, everyone really hated him. And I, 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 I you know, we ended, we ended that episode being like, yeah, good for Lucas, you know, good for him just kind of dipping and moving on and living his life um and i i don't know i think that we were a little bit more appreciative of fred because uh you know there was obviously an element of homophobia to how much people hated him at the time and uh you know it's it's hard to get too mad at him especially like a couple like a decade out this on the other hand (laughs) this fucking bullshit oh my god Okay, we're talking about Smosh. Um, I did not watch Smosh when I was a kid. I think I saw, I think I saw the Pokemon, like the the uh, Pokemon theme song video that they did in like 2008, which is referenced pretty explicitly in the movie. I did not watch Smosh. I think I think even as a fourth grader, they seemed kind of stupid. Esther, did you watch Smosh at all? <laughs> No, no, I didn't. I, you know, it's, I don't know if we're doing one this season that I was like really into. I gotta say, I would have to look at our list again. But this was a lot of stuff that like, yeah, I was, you know, fairly old by the time these were coming out. The stuff I was watching on YouTube, you know, I was into like fail blog, uh, fail compilations. I loved those. Um... Videos of people, like, getting their nuts destroyed from, like, 2012 are still some of the best videos on the internet. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, yeah. Yeah, Um, sometimes you just want to see someone possibly die (laughs) in a funny way. (laughs) It's the the only reason to watch anything on YouTube. But, no, like, these kind of personality-based channels, um, but aside from Channel Awesome, those were the ones I was into. The ones that kind of, like got a refined taste yeah exactly the, not like these these fungal growths that emerged from youtube you know proper yeah um but no yeah, yeah. i don't know what the fuck smosh is <sighs> god smosh <laughs> so we watched uh the two i think it was like the two most popular smosh videos i just went on their channel and went to see like what are the two most popular ones and the first one was called like beef in a tube or whatever uh beef on the no go. it was called Beef it, beef on the go, something like that. Something like that. I I I don't care. Um, (laughs) it it is a skit about them. Like you know, do you ever want to eat beef on the go? But you you choke if you eat beef on the go. Well, check out this beef in a tube, and it is it is it is like a really bad whitest kids you know skit. Like it is just three minutes and it is interminable and it is unfunny and you know most of these like bad you know bad like skit videos they might have like a decent concept and then they fumble the execution this has a terrible concept and then they fumble the execution still like it's just uh there's beef in a tube which is gross and then here's like a couple of references to other memes like they have 
uh, a guy who advertises it called Roy Lee Jenkins, which, ooh, yeah, crazy stuff. <laughs> and they have like a, they have a two girls, one cup uh, reference in this too, which I, I can't imagine being that much better than watching the actual two girls, one cup. <laughs> I like, I fucking retched when I saw that shit and I had to like look away. Um, it was, it, it was tough, which by the way, uh, you know, we're obviously not going to fucking talk about two girls, one cup on this season because no, but I, every like once a year, I remember that two girls, one cup is the trailer for a longer movie called hungry bitches. And I fucking keel <laughs> over laughing, thinking about the time hungry bitches. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I just fucking cry. <laughs> God damn! I, I hungry bitches is so <laughs> such a. That's a perfect title. Yeah, that sounds really like the are. name of a. They really are. That sounds like the. Uh, that sounds like the name of a movie. One of my most mentally ill letterbox mutuals would give four and a half stars. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> such a perfect title it's up there with like uh lolita vibrator torture as just one of the most like syntactically perfect movie titles ever 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 come up with it's like the cellar door of porno names it is absolutely Um, the kind of movie you see on on letterboxd and like the top review has 30 likes and it's like a it's like I formatted like an epic poem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like it's like a fucking um, NPR segment. <laughs> it's just like it begins with like, uh, I was like, I was twelve when I had my first anxiety attack or something like that. <laughs> oh man, it's it's so good. Okay, but uh, the only good thing I will say about this is that I heard iMovie sound effects in this and that like that i thought was adorable because i remember being a 10 year old making iMovie videos and using those stock sound effects too um then the next thing we watched was from four years after that the the beef on the go thing was uh beef on the go thing was from 2008 this was from 2012 and it was called like the most epic assassin's creed song (laughs) <laughs> and I, I grimaced going in because I had this mentally confused with the uh, Tobuscus Assassin's yeah. Creed song. The mm-hmm. Tobuscus one that's just like, <laughs> just like it, it sounds like Matt and Trey, like doing one of their epic songs. And <laughs> this, <laughs> this is not that. It is just like a rap song about Assassin's Creed. And there's no real jokes in it. It's just like a, a bad rap song with like like a boss in it. And there's dubstep and someone does Gangnam Style. And that's it. There's nothing to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> there's just fucking nothing to say. Like, it, it's just like, how did this appeal to even like 12 year olds aside from the name recognition? Like, you know, Tobuscus is probably, like, the most evil person to ever live, but, like, I get why that appealed to the most annoying 11-year-olds you knew. This, what, th- what is this? Like, what even fucking is this? I don't get it. I, uh, only other remark I have to say is that one of these guys, I didn't bother to learn their names or who they are, but one of these guys kind of looks like if Bo Burnham wasn't sensitive. That's just... <laughs> He's evil Bo Burnham. <laughs> 
Yeah, one of them looks like like douchebag Bo Burnham, basically. Um, God, he does. Whichever one, <laughs> yeah. whichever one that is, because I don't yeah. know what their names are either. Yeah, Fievel really looks like um, evil Bo Burnham, and uh, Rufus uh, uh, looks like I don't know some other type of scumbag. The one thing I loved most about the uh, Assassin's Creed video is that at the end, it's like, go to our website to see bloopers. And the blooper they show is just like a girl lifting up her dress and it's implied <laughs> that you can like, see her patch. Like, There's no way that was on their website. <laughs> yeah, no, they'd probably just like do that and like censor it or something. It They will get into this in Smosh the Movie, but it's remarkable how much YouTube content was... From, like, the first, like, seven years of its existence was just softcore porn kids could look at. <laughs> like, um, let's see. Like, there there, there were, like, like, uh, like ass-clapping videos on YouTube. They kind of circumvented the algorithm, I remember. So those were just, like, extremely popular for horny 12-year-olds. Shane Dawson, who I think we're going to talk about, he, mm -hmm. like, he had a strategy of putting, like, boobs in all of his thumbnails, and that would get clicks. Same with that guy, uh, What the Buck Show. He would put, like, a lot of boobs in his thumbnails. Um, it, it was basically, like, the 2008 version of putting yourself doing a weird face in the thumbnail. That's how you get <laughs> clicks now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there, 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 was a, there was a huge market on YouTube for... Uh, softcore porn and misleading softcore porn on YouTube. And I also remember, God, this is just bringing back so many memories. Like there, there was a brief craze in like the early 2010s called like gifts with sound videos, which would just be like, people would just take a popular animated gifts and add songs to them. And they would make compilations of them. And those were popular. And uh, I remember like it got to the point, like, a few months in they were running out of stuff so they would literally just take like clips from porn and just put songs <laughs> over <laughs> like the like the parts from porn before people took their clothes off they would just put that in yeah. there. and then they would just put like i don't know like a big sean song over it god yeah. i i have so <laughs> many vivid memories of just like um softcore porn being on youtube or no they did that shit with anime too there was so much just like lewd anime scenes that would just get yeah. huge on youtube because if you were 12 years old and horny what are you gonna fucking click on it would be a youtube video with boobs in it and it doesn't even matter if it's anime boobs that just means that you're yeah. that just means you're gay it's like, <laughs> it's like you get it for free right it's like yeah it's like you could you kind of have plausible deniability it's like well i was, i didn't go to a porn site I was just yeah. on YouTube, which is a normal website, and I stumbled across <laughs> these videos with tits in them. Like, what do you yeah. want me to say? It's it was just it was there in front of me, and that was yeah. the attitude that like if you go to any old channel from like ten or fifteen years ago and just look at the top most views most viewed videos, it will always be a video with like cleavage in the thumbnail because people yeah. would just like see that and be like, oh shit, what if I like <laughs> what if I got lucky? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think there was just this, like, I think there was this notion that's a holdover from the 90s that if you go to porn sites, you get a virus. Um, yes, exactly. Like, in the 90s, uh, 
In the 90s, of course, you would get a virus, but that's because, like, every fucking site would give you a virus. It's the <laughs> internet in the 90s. But, like, as soon as, like, the big porn conglomerate sites come on, like, you're... The worst you're going to do is get, like, a really nasty ad of, like, Marge Simpson fucking Bart or whatever. And Bart has, like, a 15-inch penis or something. <laughs> Which, like, that's that's the worst you would get. Or you get ads for, like, like, like dick pills from Latvia that kill you. Um, but, no, there was that... I remember people were, like, too afraid to look at porn sites. So they would... They would uh, search like like girl with boobs on the YouTube search bar, oh, and yeah. you know try and circumvent that. Now it's yeah, but <sighs> now it's you know you download Google Chrome for the first time, and they just put Pornhub in your bookmarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, Smosh the movie. We've talked about porn for long enough. This this is <laughs> infecting all of my podcasts. All my podcasts just talk about <laughs> porn now. Um, <laughs> Um, if you listen to those good old fashioned values, we did gnome the norm and then we did orgasmo. And in both episodes, most of the time we just talked about porn. Um, but the smosh, the movie, the nicest thing I will say about this movie is that it is very high concept and it is very meta. They, they are there. It is unlike the Fred movie. It is still like a man child arc basically, but unlike the Fred movie and unlike, um, the Ryan Higa movie, this like there there was like someone in the writer's room had an idea here and the idea was what if they went into youtube it's not the most original idea and as far as like meta ideas go it's you know it's it's like very babies first but it is an idea it is it is an idea with like a gram of cleverness to it and i appreciated that as i was choking down all of this shit <laughs> the rest of this mm -hmm. is the most noxious, fucking irritating, man-child shit in the world. I don't think this is worse than some of the Doug Walker stuff we did. I don't think that this is worse than the Angry Video Game Nerd movie. I don't think this is necessarily worse than Kikassia or Demo Reel. But this is really repulsive in a way that none of Doug's stuff ever was. There is just a... There is some slime to this that not even like the AVGN movie had. And for that, th there is something, there is something evil about this. And it, <laughs> it watching this just made me fucking sick to my stomach. Yeah. The, the first two things I noticed in this movie that made me queasy were number one, opening with the 20th century Fox logo, which is, there's just something chilling about that. There's something, the, the idea that a, a studio with, a history like that would lend legitimacy <laughs> to this project <laughs> is just there's something upsetting about that and similarly the fact that this is directed by alex winter who's just who is bill from bill and ted he directed this no yeah i didn't know no yeah that's horrible it's it, that's so god it makes god me sick damn. to my stomach there's so much in all of these movies. There's people whose star just fell so much that now they need a paycheck from like a YouTube movie. Like Michael Ian Black is in this, mm -hmm. and it's not even like a walk-on role. Like he's like the antagonist. <laughs> and Stone Cold Steve Austin, another uh, wrestler, is in this. Yeah, what is it's... it with like pro wrestlers doing cameos in these movies? <laughs> they they made a joke that I guess I have to give them credit for. They beat. I remember hearing. Uh, 
Cold Stone Steve Austin from Chapo in like 2016 or whatever, and this beat it by a year. So, um, good for them, I guess. Uh, yeah, but really yeah, see there's sort of comedy lineage. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a there's a straight line from the Smosh movie to Chapo <laughs> Trap House. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, this this is uh this one was so tough to watch because okay, you've already got like the man children thing. The plot of this movie is basically Anthony and Ian. Uh, they live in a small like they live in a house together with Ian's parents, and one of them just stays at home watching YouTube videos, and the other one is like a pizza delivery guy. Um, so you've already got like the man children aspect thing. Um, and. I think it might just be like the shotgun blast of watching um, the shotgun blast of watching basketball and uh, what is it? And like all of these YouTuber movies and like all the Doug Walker stuff. But if I never have to see a man child in a movie ever again, I'd be okay with that. As a matter of fact, this like kind of spitefully made me like Under the Silver Lake more because, you know, say what you will about that movie, but Under the Silver Lake has a man-child protagonist and one of the first thing he does is like beat a kid half to death, which is like the that is like the only honest depiction of man-children I've ever seen in any movie. So, please for the love of God, I I know this won't come true, but I never want to see like some two like douchebag losers trying to get girls in a movie ever fucking again. It is so tedious. Yeah. And it is again, indicative of a very different time. Like if you compare this to, um, I think, I think the thing to compare this to now is, have you ever seen the, first of all, you've heard of dream, right? The Minecraft guy. No, no, I don't think I have. Well, I have a 12 year old sister, so I know all about all the Minecraft guys. Yeah. <laughs> and he is like the biggest one. And he released, I, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll send it to you. You'll love it. He released a music video called Mask, which is basically just about how uh, he has anxiety and depression. And <laughs> um, let's go. Yeah. But that's what that is what Smosh the movie type projects are now. It's just, it's, you have to make something about how, like, it's okay to not be okay or whatever. Um, <laughs> Everyone is the McElroys now. Yeah. Like, in 2014, your thing was just, like, you can be a, you can be a disgusting loser, misogynist asshole and still get hot girls. And then now it's just, like, it's okay to cry sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, I think the next controversial stance I'm going to stake out on this podcast is, um... Uh, the you know the first one is obviously biphobia isn't real, and uh, you know I also am on the record that COVID nineteen is fake. Um, but uh, I think the next one is that you're a bad person if you have anxiety. I think I think that's my next that's my next stance. I'm going to stake out on this show. If you have anxiety or depression, you're just straight up a bad person. <laughs> um, let's continue. Uh, th this is like a man-child movie and uh, there's like an opening segment that's like 3D animated and it sets the tone because it felt like I was having a stroke watching it. <laughs> I was so scared that the whole movie was going to look like that. And it just stops after like three minutes? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, what do you... Yeah, it's it doesn't even look good. Like in uh, like in Agents of Secret Stuff, which is going to be the next episode, they have like little drawing segments and those like, you know, those are like well drawn. This this, this is not animated well. This 
It looks like it was done in Blender in like 45 minutes. <laughs> Anyways, um, they they hop in and there's already a joke about jeggings, which is something I forgot about. Mm-hmm. And um, then the the way this episode kicks off is that an embarrassing video of one of them gets uh, put on the internet and it gets 300 views. And um, what is it? Uh, they, you know, they, they're upset about this. And uh, one of them wants to like go into like, it's like, how do we get rid of this? How do we delete the video? So they go to YouTube and they meet Steve YouTube, who is uh, played by Michael Ian Black. <laughs> <laughs> and he tells them that the way you get rid of this video is you go into YouTube and change the video there. You know, and it, like the example mm-hmm. he uses, do you remember uh, Gangnam Style? Well, the first time they did that video, it was terrible, but then they edited it a bunch and then it became good. So there's a, there is a portal. What is it? Um, what is it? There's a portal in there and they hop in the portal and then they go to YouTube and they kind of like, hop through youtube videos it's like uh you know in the newest ava rebuild when they uh you know <laughs> when like instrumentality happens and gendo and shinji are kind of like fighting in like previous and uh previous evangelion scenes like yeah. it's just that basically it's exactly it's the, like uh, that it's this exact same thing <laughs> it is I, I, it is the exact quality wise it is the same thing <laughs> i gotta say yeah. i have to be honest um and again we reiterate this every episode. We have to lower our standards when we talk when we're on Get Cynical. Um, I the, the bit where they go to like the front desk at YouTube headquarters and they ask to speak to Mr. YouTube, and one of them is like, "I don't think the CEO of YouTube is called Mr. YouTube." And then they get into his office and he's on the phone and he's like, "Listen, I told Frank Facebook." <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that did make me laugh." And uh, you know, Michael yeah. Black, it is sort of like. It is kind of like when the angry video game nerd would show up in the Doug stuff. It's like, yeah. this guy's a professional. He's not good. Yeah. And they use him way too much. And it's he's like insufferable by the end of it. But that first scene did... I, I let out a polite chuckle. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like a concept for a joke. It's, it's fine. Yeah. They get sucked into YouTube and... It's tough right off the bat. Um, uh, Markiplier shows up um and markiplier's doing his like mugging thing we might have to i don't think he's on the list of stuff but i guess we might have to talk about markiplier at some point but he he was a very very formative epic guy in the internet history oh. um uh let's see uh there's uh they kind of hop around there's like cat videos they see jenna marbles who's in this <laughs> a decent amount um they also you know, we lower our standards. One joke that did make me chuckle a bit was the way they know they're in YouTube is that they hop in and it's an Allstate ad. And I was like, all right, you know, that's a little yeah. cute. Like the Allstate ads were very big on YouTube around this time. Um, uh, it would have been better if it was one of those like really bad uh, Denny's commercials that <laughs> was on YouTube. Uh, what is it around that time? Um I, I still have nightmares about that uh, triangle meal uh, Denny's commercial. I don't know if you remember that, but that I, I think I saw that like 500 times when I was in middle school. Um, and uh, yeah, they see that there's one part where they're like, there's like people dancing around to like a knockoff of an LMFAO song. And I, I spent like a minute trying to figure out if it was the actual song or if it was just like a, 
can't get sued like kind of cover of it basically because it's 2015 when this video came out and um it was 2015 when this video came out and lmfao star i'd it had fallen far enough that if they showed up in this i would not have been surprised <laughs> at all but um no they didn't even like get the licensing money for it so they just kind of yeah. had a knockoff version of it that scene was a great and... example of like there's so much crack.com humor in this and there's like yeah. several jokes about how furries are weird and the joke yeah. in that scene is like they go and it's they're all in furry costumes just dancing to a song and he's like yeah we gotta get out of here like, yeah come on calm um, down. <laughs> there's also so much there's so much mugging in this like they're oh, yeah. like mm-hmm. half of the shots in this movie are them just doing like a face or something <laughs> just a just a well i guess just, that's what people you know, wanted I, to see right like this movie occupies this weird space of like it is not they didn't really play consistent characters, right? It was just sort of like they're like yeah. a comedy duo in the same way that like um that like Ryan Higgins, like Abbott and Costello are. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> exactly they're basically like Abbott yeah. and Costello for our generation, but yeah, it's like uh, Elaine May and Mike Nichols, like exactly. you know, exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, and you could see like this this taking from the heartbreak kid. It's taking from from Mikey yeah. and Nikki, really. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, that and, I, and that I wanted one of them to shoot the other one so fucking bad. Um, yeah. But, um, no, it's it's you know it, it is it is weird because they're playing themselves, but like not really. Like they're playing kind of loser versions of characters with their real names. Um, so it, it it's this weird. It's in this weird space where it's like they're not quite just doing skits where they're playing other people, but it's not like some of the stuff we'll talk about later this season where they're playing just literally themselves, um, which <laughs> is where that kind of weird conceptual stuff that you were talking about breaks in, I guess. So, yeah, uh, two things I want to add. So for starters, there's a running subplot that um, uh, one of them, Rufus, is stalking a, a YouTube a YouTuber girl. They call butt massage girl, uh, which again is kind of typing into like the softcore YouTube demographic. And uh, he just keeps like stalking her and sending her like threatening messages on YouTube. And then he gets the girl at the end. And that's just awesome. Imagine being cast as butt massage girl in the Smosh movie. Imagine (laughs) that's your break in Hollywood. Like, God, that. Yep. That's tough. That's really tough. Well, the, the the thing about Butt Massage Girl that's so important is that the running gag of that is that, like, he doesn't know her real name. Um, yeah. And then the final gag, the final joke of the movie is she finally says her real name. My name is Brad. And he goes, what the fuck? And then it cuts to credits. And I was like, damn, I was waiting all movie for <laughs> them to get to the requisite transphobic joke. And they say there's another the one. second. Yeah, post There's another yeah. one. Oh, there's another one earlier when he's watching, like, he says he has a girlfriend and it's butt massage girl. And uh, the dad, like I said, like, now just make sure your girlfriend isn't a guy unless you're into that sort of thing. In Mm -hmm. which case, it's totally cool. That's such a fucking, like, that's such a 2012 guy thing to do is, like, be homophobic, but be chill about it, too. Like, God, (laughs) gay people are disgusting. But if you're into that, that's fine. You know? I'm not I'm not I'm not a conservative or anything, you know. <laughs> Whatever you're into, you're into. But trans people are the most disgusting thing in the world, unless you're into that. 
<laughs> it's yeah god Fuck. the other thing i wanted to add was uh the embarrassing video that gets put up on the internet is uh, uh five doing singing like the pokemon theme song and that made me realize i think this is like kind of about like them being ashamed of their old videos since like their big breakthrough i think was them like dancing and singing along to the actual pokemon theme song and I do remember that because that's like the only Smosh video I had seen before this. So, you know, this is a, uh, this is, we've got the uh, demo reel thing going on here where it's, you know, <laughs> we've got the reckoning with the celebrity aspect part of this. Yeah. They don't do it's anything also, with it. Like <laughs> there's also that element of criticism and uh, like the more crack.com humor. Cause it's not the Pokemon theme. It's the name of the game is magic pocket slave monsters. And it's like, yo, hey, have you ever thought about how Pokemon is like animal abuse? <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's so crazy. That that's so wild. Yo, <laughs> crack.com guys um, uh, loved doing that shit. They love just being like, yeah. And why, why do the Eagles not show up at the beginning of Lord of the Rings? <laughs> that type of fucking shit. Do you ever think about how your childhood, like the movies were kind of fucked up? Yeah, you ever think about how Willy Wonka was kind of weird? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you ever think about you ever think about how Raiders of the Lost Ark that that couldn't happen because God isn't real? <laughs> you ever think about that? <laughs> Yo, I read a theory that said the Rugrats are dead the whole time. <laughs> Those guys really loved nitpicking back to the future. Like they were like, mm. yeah, well, time travel wouldn't actually work this way. And it's like, I, I'm sure. I'm sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah, definitely. It would work exactly like it does in this movie. We're going into YouTube videos like allows you to change the past. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That definitely. That's how it would work. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, God. It's it, <sighs> I. I. I could not go anywhere without seeing just like, well, you know, that there are all these paradoxes in Back to the Future, you know? And it's like, I don't care, man. I really don't, don't fucking care. It's a movie. It's a movie where Michael J. Fox invents rock and roll. Like, I don't care about the realism there. <laughs> Going to be straight with you. Um, okay. Uh, there's a lot of more mugging. There's a lot more, uh, you know, man-child shenanigans. The big twist is that... The video got uploaded by one of the other ones because he was mad that he was trying to become like a real adult. Like, I, you know, Rufus was like got a pizza place job and was trying to become a real adult. And Fievel just wanted to uh, just wanted to watch YouTube videos all day. So uh, that, that was the big twist. And also, I like how there's the running thing where like everyone knows about the video and how cool it is. But then they cut to it and the video has like 800, 800 <laughs> views. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't want to nitpick the Smosh movie like they would Back to the Future, but like, come on, man! Like, yeah. just come on. It is it's bizarre. Like they go to YouTube headquarters and the employees are talking about it. Yeah. By the way, side note: Did you know that this video premiered at VidCon, or this movie premiered at? <laughs> Vid wow, well, it's yeah. pretty exclusive. Yeah, it premiered at VidCon. I love the distribution of uh, this on um, distributed by 20th, 20th Century Fox Home Entertainment in North America and Netflix internationally. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, okay. And there's more, you know, man-child shit. There's more shenanigans. Uh, uh, and they get in a fight. They hop through videos. Like, they they go into David after Dentist at one point, And they, you know, more Markiplier. And Steve YouTube hops in to torment them some. And uh, Steve YouTube then gets, like, mauled by a bear. Yeah. And there's also a whole running joke where they're being guided by, like, Siri, but it's not Siri. It's called Deary, it's called like which is Deary another or whatever. What's yeah, it, yeah, what's yeah. It called? Let me look at the Wikipedia page. Deary. It's called what Deary. The fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that sucks so that much. That was another thing that you could just like was the funniest thing in the world at that time. It's just like, what if Siri had an attitude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if Siri talked back? Um, meanwhile, like the the first thing you do whenever uh, the first thing you do whenever you got Siri uh, when you were at that age is just like Siri. Fuck you. And then Siri would respond with like, I didn't understand. Fuck you. That that was that was the first yeah. thing every twelve year old did when they got Siri. <laughs> oh man. Um Yeah. So uh then I some bullshit happens and they uh, they hop back into the embarrassing video and what happens is is that they start like fighting their clones within the video. Um, and then, uh, there's a, they, they get sucked back into the real world somehow. I wasn't paying attention and I don't care enough to look at the plot summary. Yeah. And they get hopped back into the real, like the whole thing is that they got like worried that they're going to be stuck in YouTube forever if Deary dies. And then they just don't, I don't know. There's probably a perfect, there's a perfectly reasonable explanation for this, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to look it up. And God, it's awful. And (sighs) when they get back to the real world is the back to the future thing where it's like they changed history by changing the video. So now in this, this does a moment have a moment that's like, it's not a funny joke, but it did make me like let out a single shocked bark of laughter. So when they get back, obviously one of them, uh, whichever one it is, is like his girlfriend is the butt massage girl. Isn't that amazing? And they live in a mansion. And the other one who's been trying to, like, change the video because so that the girl he has a crush on doesn't see it. It's like, where's... He's Discount like, where's, Daisy where's my... Ridley. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where's my girlfriend? And butt massage girl says, you don't have a girlfriend. You have, like, 30. <laughs> and then, like, this parade of women in bikinis comes flooding into the room. The entire, the entire cast of Deal or No Deal just comes out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again. Imagine your 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 big role in Hollywood is girl in bikini number thirteen in Smosh <laughs> the movie. I think that was the exact moment where this movie turned me into Anita Sarkeesian. Like I, <laughs> I was so tired of all the man child shit and the butt massage shit, and there's just this like really gross sexism throughout the whole thing. But as soon as like all of these girls came out, I was just like, yeah, you know, we 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 do need to, you know. Uh, we do need to wonder if Princess Peach could rescue herself for once. <laughs> <laughs> that was like that was the moment where I, I I had transformed into Jonathan McIntosh. I was just fully I was fully on the feminist frequency tra- train in that moment right there. This podcast is a subsidiary of Pop Culture Detective, by the way. <laughs> I say that. Yeah. Also, also a good bridge. Pop Culture Detective. Also a good example of the it's okay to cry sometimes genre of video. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 
it's it's wonderful how after 2014 you know in 2013 you're, you're the every video was just like uh i punched a woman in the boobs fail <laughs> and then, then by 2016 it's just like what toxic masculinity has done to the relationship with my dog <laughs> oh, that reminds me of the other joke in this movie that that did make me laugh and it's a great example of like a line that makes me laugh but then they just take it on they just go with it and repeat it over and over until it's not funny anymore yeah but there's a moment where he's talking to stone cold steve austin and he's saying like yeah you know there's this girl and it's like i think she likes me but like you know i don't know what should i do and he says if it were me i'd give her a stone cold stunner <laughs> he's coming and asking for girl advice and i'd fucking kill her yeah yeah i would beat her i would beat her ass yeah there was a joke there's a lot of uncomfortable racial humor in all of these like i didn't mention it in uh the episode that we definitely haven't recorded yet um but uh in the in the ryan higa episode uh there's like a lot of like Asian people making fun, like doing Asian stereotype stuff. That's very, mm. very uncomfortable. Um, and there's also a lot of like, uh, there's just a lot of ethnic humor throughout these. And the one that did like, kind of like, maybe not be, make me laugh, but did like, kind of like go like, huh. Okay. Is when Michael Ian Black calls Cy, the guy who did Gangnam Style is like, yeah, that Puerto Rican guy did a video. Yeah. <laughs> was like, what the, okay. All right that's a that's that's a that was a bold joke this is 2015 like you couldn't really get away with that anymore that's a that was a little risky um uh other than that uh oh god i think if you want a good example of the type of joke that's in this movie since please do not watch this um (laughs) is uh when uh, the Fievel approaches uh, Diet Daisy, Daisy Ridley at the end of this. And he's just like, I just wanted to say, I love you too. And then she says, you wanted to tell me that you love the band U2? That, that, <laughs> it's gold yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. It's really gold. Um, And no, the way that they change the future and get rich is because the video of them fighting, uh, their clones became one of the biggest videos on YouTube. And then they got a mansion because of it. I will say, the uh the the idea that a video of clones fighting each other getting big on like 2007 youtube that makes sense if there was a video with really decent special effects of clones fighting each other that would be huge on that era of youtube what does not make sense is that they become like get a mansion for that like i don't think the evolution of dance guy is uh (laughs) is is living like donald trump right now but (laughs) They got to do it for the movie. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, the, the other example I want to bring up of like what the what the humor is like in this movie is just anytime there's a woman on screen, she will just call another woman a bitch. <laughs> it happens like 10 times. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's there's a lot of uh, woman infighting. That was a Doug staple too. Like Doug, yeah. Doug really liked women being mean to each other in cat fights. Mm-hmm. That was a that's also like an epic guy thing from that era is the notion. Oh, yeah. And it's it's held over a worrying amount that it's like women all just are like really mean to each other and guys just want to hang out and chill. And it's like, no, guys are just as mean to each other as women. They're just not very good at it. Like <laughs> like men are just like, fuck you, faggot, I'm gonna kill you. And then, you know, women are like catty. Like and that that's a yeah. that's a better way to be mean to each other. 
but it's just... and that's how you know that these women are being written by men because <laughs> they their conception say, of how women are mean to each other is to just say screw you bitch yeah yeah fuck you bimbo <laughs> <laughs> oh god i also want to say about this movie it's after before the outtakes come in it's 75 minutes long <laughs> it's 75 minutes long and it feels like it should logically end at the hour mark when they get the uh, when they get the mansion. But they clearly had to get over 70 minutes. So they're just like, oh, now we've got to go get the other girl and then uh, listen to, quote unquote, dead mal five at the, uh, at the <laughs> dance party. <laughs> the guy says dead mal five. I don't know if that was an intentional joke or not, but that brought me back. Dead mouse was a mm -hmm. uh, dead mouse was a crucial part of early 2010s culture. Uh, oh, and a guy straight up dies at the end of this. Like, uh, the, there's like a bunch of pratfalls in this movie. Like, you know, French waiter falling down stuff. And yeah. uh, at the end of this, a guy just straight up fucking dies. Like, he just pratfalls <laughs> and then just gets electrocuted to death. He just, he just perishes. <laughs> God. Speaking of the red time, I gotta say, this movie has the slowest end credits I've ever seen in my entire life. I didn't watch the end credits. I literally but, just like, I just like, as soon as the movie was over, I just like X'd out. And then I was like, I wanted oh, to see if there was anything after the credits. And there was, and I was, I was rewarded. Uh, and I could talk about that after, but this, these movie, they go, it takes like 20 seconds for something to go all the way up the screen. It's crazy. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> Um, but if you do wait till after the credits, you get to see a scene of the guy and the butt massage girl getting married. And the guy says, I have a huge boner. And the butt massage girl says, so do I. Ooh. <laughs> Let's go. Which is go. really funny and fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, no. They, yeah, normally when they're transphobic in these movies, they usually have like, you know, a girl who looks like they cast like a cross-dresser or something, or they cast a guy who is dressed like a girl or yeah. something. But they, they, in this case, they just got like a hot girl. And then she's like, I have a penis. So yeah, the, the hot sis girl to do that. So good on them, I guess. Ugh, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm too annoyed with this fucking movie to make the obvious jokes about myself. Um, <laughs> other Don't than worry, that, they'll do it in the replies. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get a lot of clever riffs about that. But um, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, this sucks ass. This is so yep. bad. It might actually be the worst thing that we've ever watched for this. I don't know if this is – I don't know if it is, but it really it really does, like, rank up with, like, the most vile things that we've ever watched. It's just mm -hmm. such a – tiresome and ugly and like mean movie and i hate looking at these guys fucking faces too like i just don't like looking at them they they look like scumbags maybe they're nice guys but they just look like irritating there's no way these are nice guys <laughs> i would stake my life on these guys being complete dicks yeah no there's also uh apparently there's a in the unrated version of this movie which <laughs> shane dawson has a cameo so Oh no! Uh, good, good on that, I guess. Um, How could there be an un like what, what, what would what would you have to cut from this movie that would for for a rating? Like, did they 
they, like you know all things considered this is a fairly chaste like pg-13 there's like dick yeah. jokes and stuff but like it's not like there's like you know nudity or <laughs> maybe there's like a fuck in it or maybe there's like a pair of boobs or something i don't know yeah i could see um, that yeah god I, I'm, I wish i watched that that would have been hot but <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's 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 a rough rough watch and it's i uh i i know i'll you know i know i say this a lot but like I think it's like tied with like the angry video game nerd movie and uh, like um, Uncanny Valley as being like one of the worst things we've ever had to watch for this show. It made me like Fred and Ryan a lot more. <laughs> it's in competition for that. Like, yeah. Bottom, bottom tier. Yeah. Yeah. And like if you're the bottom tier in this podcast, that is saying something <laughs> like you have to like you have to like be a snuff video <laughs> in order to get that. So. <laughs> Uh, that's an achievement on their part, but other than that, uh, I think we're good to go. This is this is uh, it's not worth expending that much time on this truly wretched movie, and I I hate that I watched it, and I fucking hate Smosh. I I never want to talk about them again. Fuck you. <laughs> and I think that's gonna do it. Uh, next time we're going to talk about um, we're going to go a little bit back in time, I think, and we're gonna talk about Ryan Higa. Uh, which will be interesting. Uh, that that mm-hmm. I do have a bit of a history with Ryan, so that'll be fun to talk about. And uh, we will catch you all next time. Bye bye. Later. <laughs>